This is a Rooster Teeth production. Uh, this is episode 32. Uh, went to, no, Streamway was last time. Um, Streamway. Yeah. That was the trailer we went to. Yeah. That we was a lot of trailers. Yeah. Over, awesome. over by oh, yeah, Mueller, yeah. I think. The dude tried to sell sweet. Yeah, where uh, the dude tried to sell sweet because we look cool. You know, his brother said we look cool. His brother, yeah, he didn't think we looked cool, but his brother did. Yeah, he didn't give a shit about how we looked, but... Um, his brother has no gauge. Yeah. He was saying that about me. Yeah. Hey, the, dude, can, that's like that's uh, got to be a first for both of us, That might be, right? yeah. Somebody thought we were cool? Yeah. Right. Cool enough to sell weed to. Yeah, finally. Let the market be like, decide. Where were you in high school, man? <laughs> Hold on, I've got, a, I've got a reunion coming up, I think. What are you doing? Can I buy weed? Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Uh, well, that was last time, and you guys were talking about the perfect Austin weekend, and uh, what was it? Notches, but snatches? as yeah, pretty exciting. Natchez. Oh, yeah. That's right, right. Um, talking about long movies and uh, how customer service uh, can't help you, but it can't hurt you. <sighs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But that was all outside. Now we're inside. It's a it's a miserable day. It is a fucking terrible day. Are you going to say bad morning instead? I was going to say good morning, guys. No, no, bad morning. It's still a good morning because we're together. That's true. And we're inside. We are inside. The it was 36 degrees outside. Yeah, it's not good. Which is probably a warm Detroit Monday, but I'm, for... I'm, uh, I'm sure we're going to hear about how much worse it is everywhere else. Yeah, for Austin, it's a pretty pretty chilly. People freak out here. If, if it gets cold, people just freak the freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I'm getting messages like, hey, is it? are we okay to do the RT podcast later? Should we pre-tape it? Like, it's not raining it's not wet it's just cold it's just chilly it's, it's not even supposed to get below freezing it's going to be dry and 34 i think we'll be safe i it is a funny thing with austin where i will say if it freezes for more than one hour 40 percent of the pipes in austin burst yeah so there is that but and then uh if it's a city pipe they get to dig up the street and uh over a year yeah over a year they've been digging there, up the street. there's a street also here that on the way right by the office that I guess last early last year they dug up, replaced a bunch of pipes, and then they've just left it fucked up. It's like driving over uh, a messed up dirt road now. Like yeah. you, you can't go the speed limit because you will fuck your car up. Um, yeah, that's like great great pastime for the city of Austin is uh, destroying streets and then not rebuilding them correctly. I know it's like that in a lot of cities, like the infrastructure and, and the change and everything like that. Like where I grew up, there were constantly roads getting torn up. Not like it is out here yeah what you've talked about where they just keep digging up like the same four parts of four different streets Mm -hmm. in a quarter mile area and you go you just did that why are you doing it again i've never experienced that it must be like those road workers version of uh no exit by sartre it's just like they're just stuck in in an infinite (laughs) hell is just this block they're just digging it up over and over again but at least they don't pave over it well when it's all done yeah, at least at least when they're done, it's fucking worse than it ever than it ever been. It's like driving on the moon. You ever see those old that old yeah. footage of uh, the guys <laughs> in the buggy on the moon going over craters and shit and bouncing all over the place? It's like that. So we were supposed to go outside and record at a coffee shop on the other side of town, but uh, Eric very smartly made the call that maybe we should record inside because of the cold weather. Uh, so we picked up coffee from Houndstooth, which is like a, a small local chain. They have uh, three locations. I know. I don't know about this location yeah. that we picked up from. It's kind of by the studio. Um, I've I've gone to this place off, not to this location. I've been to other locations off and on for a few years. I always like Houndstooth. Yeah, I would. I, I, to me, Houndstooth is interchangeable with like Merit. Yeah, coffee. Like okay. they're kind of everywhere, and maybe not everywhere, but you see them around, yeah. and then they're like it's a, like a certain level, about the same. Yeah, good. Uh, it's a, it's a little uh, maybe uppity mm, for me. Mm. Not 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 that they're rude or mean or anything. It's just a very sterile place very uh uh people who look like they're very busy doing stuff what i call a millennial trap it is a stark white business that you can sit down in and it's quiet enough to do something but loud enough to not make you think your own thoughts yeah it's like eating it's like getting coffee at the apple store oh yeah that's that's 100 percent what we just did yeah Holy shit. <laughs> it's like we ordered from the Genius Bar. Yeah. I got a nice coffee. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's, that's, wow. that's a good way to put it. Um, we were supposed to go somewhere else, but it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. yeah you took us to a coffee shop that's a Korean barbecue <laughs> restaurant. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the, a uh, cool that, surprise. Whoops. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the Austin path. 
I wonder how long that place has been closed. Um, it, it, it didn't. It's, what's funny is I, I we looked at that. We we drove up to this other place. It was the trailer, and uh, it's a barbecue place now. And it didn't look like a, like you said. It's a Korean barbecue place. It didn't look like a Korean barbecue. It just looked like a regular barbecue, like Texas barbecue place. Like they would have brisket yeah. and whatnot. Uh, I guess you saw online that it was a Korean barbecue place, or no? no? I just I just thought that's what the K stood for. Was did it not? Oh, say so K? it's just a barbecue. I thought it was just. All right, you hang said, on. You said. Hang it was on. A I didn't say Korean barbecue. Someone else did. Eric all right, did. I'm looking it up. I thought it was K. 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 There's Garnett's only three of us. Barbecue, right? So if someone else said it, and then it wasn't Jeff, it wasn't no me. one else said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was I have, Jeff. I'm, I have no I'm, ability no. to determine whether something is a Korean barbecue shop. I'm pretty regular. sure Jeff. It said was 100 percent not me. I will. Eric, did you say? I will fight that battle. Hang on, I'm looking it up. Uh, he's looking it up before he claims it, so K- it's obviously Eric then. KGBBQ? What is this? Uh, all right, maybe the K doesn't stand for. Yeah, it. I made the joke that I thought it was metric barbecue, and Uh-oh. nobody laughed at. Then I said Kevin Garnett. Uh oh. Uh, I, I chuckled at Kevin yeah. at Kevin Garnett. This does not look like I'm not okay. Uh, it's just barbecue. Yeah, it's definitely not <laughs> Korean barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> they got like pomegranate pork. And pistachio rice pudding. Pomegranate pork sounds good. It does. It's not Texas barbecue then either. No. They got pink potato salad. Get the hell out of here with that. This thing. is wha- what is happening at this place. Well, I'm glad they don't have coffee anymore. Be a coffee shop. Whoa. Yeah, this is not okay. Anyway, yeah. unfortunately, we had to go to one of the other seven thousand coffee shops. Yeah, town. we. There was another spot we wanted to go to, but I feel like that's going to be one that I want to do there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a their spot. Yeah, and and that's fine. There are always spots that I don't mind grabbing something and then going somewhere else, and I think that's Houndstooth. I always feel like like this is episode 32, I believe. Yes. So this is 32 establishments we've done now. Uh, and it feels like we're scraping the bottom of the barrel when we sit down to do it. But holy shit, if we go... like I was down south for a little bit yesterday. Huh? There are... One billion other coffee oh, shops. I just there's so many. I just so don't want to make us drive, like especially on a day like this. Yeah, it's no. like, well, we gonna drive all the way across even, town. Even we, when we went to the mall, it was a yep, shitty day. Yeah, exactly. That's true. We, we were gonna go to another spot originally before the other one that didn't exist anymore, but the weather's so bad, we yeah. went. Ah, oh, we gotta save it. Like, yeah. let's just say. And then we decided to go to another place, but they don't open until 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Dude, what the? Then we were gonna go hell? to another place. We, we but wanted we found to get a- coffee. <laughs> we wanted to get coffee at not at 10 a.m. on a Monday at a place that isn't opening until Wednesday evening. Then we went to go to another place. Uh-huh. Then we decided to cut across every lane of traffic and that make a, was, a right turn great. at the last second that to find so Houndstooth. That was great. You were fa- you were fast and furious. Yeah, uh-huh. you. Ju- it was like. Oh, I don't know if I can make this right turn. And you went, no, unless I do it. And it, was- <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty exciting. Yeah, it was uh, awesome. Good thing the car didn't explode. Or the and we're only fall. in like an eight, we're in like an eight block radius of the office the whole time. The whole this time. has all happened. It's like really like we're so close to just work. It's been a eventful morning. Yeah. And that's where we are right now. We're, we're at the uh, we're at the office. We're in our podcast room and uh, we're having a cup of coffee. But now now here's the thing before we get into everything. Do you want to talk about the coffee now or do you want to talk about the coffee later? Well, let's talk about it at the end. Okay. After we've had a chance to ex- I feel like boy, I feel like we always get to the end and you go, oh, yeah, I forgot. And it's like, yeah. I mean, we can talk about the coffee now. No, no. We'll save it for we'll the end. end. That That's what people are hanging on for. They got to know what they what If we, think we about give them the too. coffee review now, they're out. They're going to stop. They yeah. pull the cord. They're out. They eject. They, they need. That's the only piece of salient information. Well, that's the whole point this of this podcast. podcast. Yeah. Right. We got we to gotta keep them on the hook for another 30 minutes. We're like every TikTok I watch where you're like, you watch it for three minutes and they don't do the fucking thing. And then you got to go to their page and try to find their part then, two. Yeah, then you got to watch part. Yep, Ooh, yep. Wait for it. I certainly won't. Um, so we're in the, the like, like you said, the podcast room. Is there a more formal name for this room? Yeah, yeah, the temporary podcast room. Oh, it's gonna be, where, is there going to be a permanent one over there? Yeah, it's going to be uh, further down. Like, I think we're Hector's. Like the like okay. the equipment cages, I think that's getting uh, fixed up, and that's oh. going to be the new podcast room. I think okay. that'd, that'd be better. That's that's been changing a, a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. The the big problem here, in the room that we're in, is that the ceilings are so high, yeah. and this room is so big. Yeah. Um. That the sound really. I mean, they do a good job. Shane and the team really dampened it. Um. But it's not great for audio. Yeah. For an audio podcast room. <laughs> the original podcast room at the Congress office used to be in the back where the where the audio booth was, but not in the audio booth. It was where those... Uh, it was an RVB room. It was an RVB room. That's yeah. where we would do it. We were there 
I think we did just about every episode back there. Then when we moved down to down south, we split. It was either in my office, I would set up the folding table, or it was like across the lobby in the conference room sometimes. And then eventually it moved out to the annex. Uh, and that's where we started the live streams. Did it move? I guess it did move to the annex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's Because we needed the space for um, for the live stream. I don't remember why initially we got that annex. Because it's like we had the annex... And then we started doing the podcast stuff in there, and then it became like the broadcast room or the broadcast area. It's like I don't remember what the original purpose of that space was, but uh, what was broadcast at the time, like very quickly claimed it and took it. We, yeah, uh, I forgot that building even existed when when we were building out the uh, we when I was building out the um, the the studio for the um, for the live streams. We had a problem in general where. We were going through a lot of growth, and people would take other people's equipment if they needed it for something. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, oh, I just need this for a minute. I'll grab it. It gets borrowed and then not put back where it's supposed to be. So I decided every camera that we used for the podcast and for the broadcast space could not use the same lenses or any of the same equipment as the live action filming stuff. Nice. Smart. That way it was like, oh, they can never, they can't yep. physically use any of this stuff. Uh, that was good thinking. That was really good thinking. <laughs> It was a rampant problem in that specific location, Ralph Oblinado. I would come in to work in the Achievement Hunter room every Monday morning, and I would spend... And and This is not hyperbole. I would spend like 30 minutes to an hour and a half trying to figure out how to get my machine to work again. Because on the weekend, somebody would come in and fuck with it, Mm -hmm. and I'd have to go around, and I'd have to find all my equipment, and then put it all back together, and settings were always changed, and it was such a fucking nightmare. Probably twice a week, you'd come into work, and suddenly everything is different. And you're like, who who did this? Things are unplugged. I left at 6 p.m. I'm back at 9 a.m. How did this happen? And for what, what reason? And there was ever... Very rarely was there accountability, and when you did catch somebody with doing it, there was zero sympathy. Yeah, they were like, "It's company equipment." Fuck yeah, off. I needed it. Uh, you feel like that happened a lot, like in like that growth period where it maybe wasn't just necessarily you, but it was everything all the time. Yeah, it wasn't just me; it was everything all the time. It was yeah. just a fucking. It was just annoying. Yeah, having to redo work all the time because of it. Um, I remember when we were in the Congress office, we had this weird problem. I don't know if you remember this, Jeff. We had this weird problem where if we had too many Xboxes connect to Xbox Live. The newest one that would connect would kick off the oldest one that had connected. What? So it's like Xbox, if Xbox number five connected to Xbox Live, Xbox number one would go off. Like you could only have four on Live at the same time. Uh, I think it was four. Uh, maybe it was six. Anyway, there was, an arbi- there was an arbitrary number of Xboxes we, can, can, we could connect to Live at any one time. So when we moved down south, uh, like, we, you know, that was a whole renovation. Everything was built. We, uh, I was like contracting these um, people to run the cables and everything. And I told him, I said, listen, I have a very specific need for the router that we're going to use in this company. I need you to find me a router where I can connect an unlimited number of Xboxes to Xbox Live. And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, <laughs> I was like, listen, you need to find me a router that I can connect 200 Xboxes to Xbox Live if I want to. And they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, just look into it. <laughs> That's your job. You're the IT contractor. Get me a router I can do this with. So uh, everything gets built out. We move in. Day we move in, we can connect 10 Xboxes to Xbox Live. And the 11th one boots the first one off. And I, I call a contractor. I'm like, what the hell is this? I, this is the one thing I asked for. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, this router can do it, but it needs a different firmware. You need to pay like an extra... 500 bucks or whatever to have like the different operating system running on the router so it does it i was like well then fucking do it like that's the one thing i wanted yeah like, oh, okay yeah well we're gonna need to take this router back into the shop uh we need to talk to cisco we need to get like the license authorization for it it's gonna be a couple of weeks like a couple of weeks it's just a fucking operating system upgrade just pay for it and do it like yeah that's just the way it works uh we're gonna need a couple of weeks we'll give you a temporary router in the meantime to at least get things going it's like okay great temporary router has the same problem but at least the the correct router is in the shop so they send a dude out with a temporary router and um it's the same problem it's it's fine like 10x like we make do in the meantime sure and then one day maybe about two days after the temporary router gets installed i walk into the studio and i see one of our voice actors sitting in the kitchen like not a person who regularly works in the studio like someone who's just coming in to do a voice 
I'm like, hey man, what's up? And he was like typing on his laptop. Like, oh, not much. Just waiting to do my voice stuff. Just, you know, answering some email. And I'm like, how are you answering email on that laptop? He's like, oh, I just connected to the Wi-Fi. I was like, we don't have a guest Wi-Fi. Did someone give you the password to our Wi-Fi? Because no, it's just it's just open. There's no password on it. And I was like, what? what? He's like, yeah, look. And I looked and this temporary router that they gave us had Wi-Fi just open, no password. Anyone could connect to it. And it had been like that for two days. And I hadn't <laughs> noticed because why would I have checked that? Right. I got furious. I like, you know, the cartoon trope where like steam is coming out of a character's ears and they turn red. We were having that conversation earlier, actually. That yeah. was that was me in yeah. that moment. And I was like, I'm sorry, like to that voice actor, I was like, hey, listen, I just want to let you know, I'm very angry. I'm not angry at you. This is nothing you did, but I am furious right now. Uh, I need to go away for a little while. <laughs> we didn't see him for two years. I had to go and call that contractor. I mean, God, I, I fucking laid into them. And uh, I, I created a Yelp account just to give them a bad review. It is the only review I ever gave on that Yelp account. I wrote like a novel in my Jesus. Yelp review of that business. And to this day, every now and then, I'll get a call or an email from that company. It's like, hey, I'm so-and-so with blah, blah, company. Uh, you know, I saw you know your review on our Yelp page. Just wondering, you know, if you'd like to work with us again, maybe we can do something to do like a make good and you could take it down. <laughs> every time I'm like, no. Awesome. No. What year was this? This would have been 2011 or so. <laughs> Maybe 2010. Um, man, fuck that place. I, I think actually that place changed their name. I think they're not the old company name anymore. I think they've changed their name to a, a different company. Do you think it was because of your review? <laughs> Maybe. They're trying to get away from that. <laughs> uh, but man, what a, what a fucking pain in the ass. Um, that, that's that's the, only re the only reason and the only review I've ever had. Uh, man. That's insane. Fuck that it's place. pretty insane. You ever leave Yelp reviews? Uh, I feel like I I left one angry Yelp review once. Did you really? But I can't remember what it was for. Wow. Yeah, it would have been for something local, but I don't remember what it was for. You feel like it was probably a food thing? Yeah, I just remember feeling indignant once and really angry and wanting to do something about it, but I don't remember what it was or uh -huh. if, yeah. Did, do you remember? Oh my God. Gus does. He he has it framed in his office. Gus. <laughs> Gus. <laughs> I'm showing Jesus Eric Gus. the review. Outrageous. Still got it. It's a novel. I, I've written... Uh, Over 12 years ago. <laughs> I've written college thesis papers that aren't this long. <laughs> Outrageous. Oh my wow. God. That's did, pretty crazy. They did change their name. Fucking Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Um, Going back to that uh, that old tech that you guys were talking about and like the way that the company was expanding and everything. Did it feel like in like, I'm trying to think of how I'm trying to say this, the boom of the company and the amount of equipment never felt like it was keeping up. So everything was just like, you were chasing like the next step, trying to get the next group of people, trying to get the next amount of work done to get the project done that you're trying to do for the next thing. And it was just like that for yeah. years and years and years. Yeah. Oh, I remember when we start, when we, when we started to get more in, and we may have talked about this before, but when we started to get more into video production, uh, like live action production, which would have all started in the downtown office. Yeah. And uh, I, it was, I, it felt like that where we like, there was a camera coming out, we saved up for it, we bought it the day we got the camera. It's like, we got the camera. And then they would be like, well, there's another one coming out in six months. So let's just hold on to this one till then. And I just felt like we were constantly chasing like the better version of a red or whatever. And not using the equipment as much as we were <laughs> waiting to use it. Because you could trade the camera back in yeah. and get credit towards the new camera. Yeah. It was a whole fucking scam. Yeah. But, I mean, we started using it. Eventually got to a we point where like, we, we just got we just gotta fucking use it. We just yeah. got to fucking film something. <laughs> just got to make something. Uh, those, uh, those early cameras were always problematic. We didn't have this problem, but I know a lot of other people who had that initial red camera would always complain, especially here in Austin, they would complain about it overheating. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this. Uh-huh. Some people we worked with uh, would have to like tape water bottles to the exterior of the camera to try to dissipate yeah. heat off of it. Uh, they would build like these homemade rigs and just have like gaff tape with plastic water bottles all around the camera. Like that doesn't seem like the best solution here. I, I was always annoyed that we <laughs> that more that other people made more stuff with our equipment than we did. The Zellners made movies with our equipment. Yeah. The Duplass brothers made a movie with our equipment. Our equipment. <laughs> 
constantly had stuff in Sundance. <laughs> yeah, man, Bag Baghead was made on a lot on our on our Reds, I think. Yeah, not, not, it was never our stuff. Yeah, but uh, the, the, there was definitely all, there was a definitely so th good run in Sundance. So the issue wasn't the equipment. No, no, no. Mm, interesting. Poor musician blames their equipment anyway. <laughs> there you go. Um, was it? Are you primarily doing stuff from? Like recording on, you know, through Xboxes and all that stuff and then going into like live action. What was that jump? Like, did you, were you hands on, were you guys hands on with that stuff? Did you give a fuck? Like, were you just going like, let them play with those things we have this other work to do? That's a really interesting question. I think everybody was hands on at all times because there was work to be done. But did I personally want to do live action stuff? Not particularly. Like it wasn't my that was a that was a Bernie and Matt they they wanted to be filmmakers I wanted to play video games and do internet stuff with Gus and so I think that was part of the beauty of the two worlds colliding and having complementary skills but yeah I was I mean I enjoyed doing live action stuff I enjoyed the frantic nature of like if you're not on camera like if you're not exciting lines on camera you're holding a boom or you're you're like running lighting or whatever and i love that like it was all hands on deck at all times so there was never downtime the thing i don't like about live action uh is downtime and how inefficient it is as a medium in general and it would be like we're gonna spend all fucking day to maybe get a two-page script recorded or i could have i could have made 50 achievement hunter videos yeah you uh Really different companies. Um, and the <laughs> yeah. way that they film their live action content yeah. I, is uh, all I can say about that. We yeah. did a, a collaboration with Mega Sixty Four when we were down at the South uh, office. Mm -hmm. and they, you know, they came over. We filmed stayed some for of a week. Stuff. Yeah, uh, they they filmed some of their stuff, and uh, I was mad when they left. Yeah, because I was like, they film things so much faster and so much more efficiently than what we do. I was just mad at everyone that worked in live action stuff uh, at our company. I was like, why can't we do it like that? Why can't we just film a bunch of things in a day? Yeah, I don't want to name, in, like, I want to put name, names to it, but there were individuals that they would just like, you, they'd just be arguing about how to shoot something for like fucking three hours. And you'd be like, guys, we're, we got to make money. Like, we're a fucking business. We got to do something. And it was, I hated it. I hated that process. I really did. That's it. Part of what drove me, like it was fun. It was challenging. It was new. I was interested in film. You know, I worked for V, I PA'd for View Askew, but when I was in the army, like clearly I wanted to go in that direction until I got a taste of it and then I didn't like it. Yeah. Really didn't. But that was, that was an interesting time like you're talking about where if you weren't in front of the camera, like delivering lines, yeah. then you were holding a sound bag, like checking the levels, make sure, you know, that was running or setting up the lights. Like it was... There was a lot of learning, and I felt like we learned a lot of things, uh, how, how, to, how not to do a lot of things yeah. at that time. I mean, that, that was the fun part, is it was challenging. As long as we were being challenged, I was happy, uh, I think. That being said, those were long fucking days, too. Long days. Because it was like you would work a full-time job doing the video game stuff, and then you would work... Then you would put that aside. Then it was time to do the full-time job doing the live-action stuff. And then you would go home and sleep and then come back. And do or it. And then it was time to do the admin business stuff, yeah. like uh, you know, trying to figure out all, all the analytics from YouTube and how payments went out or trying to, f trying to figure out merch. Because you know? we were still running the merch. We, we were still the merch department at that point. We were still our own convention department at that point. Like we were, like you were doing all of the travel and yeah. all of the event stuff. I was doing all the merch stuff. And those were full-time fucking jobs that we would get to. I would get to at like 7 p.m. at how? home. How did you guys do that? Like, that's insane. Like, there was no life <laughs> outside of that. Like, that was it. It was just constantly that for a couple of years. I mean, that's part of why, that's part of why I, we wanted to do this podcast, I think, is because we were in the middle of Austin during such an intense period of growth when so much of the city was changing and it was, it was, it was radical. But we had our heads down working so fucking hard on the thing that we were doing that I feel like I have an incomplete memory of Austin. I feel like Gus has mm -hmm. an incomplete memory of Austin. And like, sandwiching it together i hope between the two of us we can cobble some sort of a kind of semblance it. of what was going on around us at the time because we were so happily i, I can't emphasize that enough i was so, i was some well, some of the happiest time of my life so happily uh just bogged down with work because it was we were small and nimble and we were all moving in the same direction and it was a beautiful thing to be a part of at that time and then it would just be I just can't imagine. Like, I never thought about, yeah, we had to do red versus blue. Okay, I'm done with this. That took six hours. 
All right, now I have to go film live action stuff. Oh, I have these emails to answer. Yeah, now we yeah. have to do RT shorts. Now we have to do a a, a week of achievement hunter content. Yep. Yeah, now Gus. Oh, we has, got a convention this weekend. Yeah, now and, Gus has to. And, and we, I'm going to be out of town for three days yep, working. Yep. Now Gus has to file taxes in San Diego because of Comic Con. <laughs> Dude, I learned so much about <laughs> filing state taxes. Uh, the fucking. Like down to the county level. Like mm -hmm. I learned all the different county levels. Oh, did you have to? Did you have to never, for California and Washington State? Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's so funny. You have to report your revenue. Yeah. And you have to make sure you do it right because if not, they get mad. Yeah, we have a we had a Vaughn who uh, was our yeah. accountant who became our our CFO for a long time and has since retired uh, and is living a, a much better life. I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming uh, we had a Vaughn. I think in part because I did our taxes briefly. Yeah, for like two years, I, w I was doing our monthly sales taxes and stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> and I think it became clear to everybody that that was not smart or good. And then Yvonne was like, what the fuck have you done? I like the way it's described as not smart or good. No, no, no. <laughs> it definitely was neither of those things. Yeah. I think that's, that's a lot of it is trying to learn things, doing the best you can, then realizing I'm going to fuck this up. We need to get someone else to, yeah. to help out and do this. Uh, or you get to a point where you just have to acknowledge like this is bigger than I can handle now. Yeah. You know, this is just like, it's just, I've, it's grown to a point where I can't. And that's always been really hard for me. Yeah. Despite same. the fact I'm not good at many of the things I've had to do, but like getting to that point and coming to terms with yourself saying, I need to let someone else do this. Like that hurts me so much to have to let go of something and let some, even if they're going to do a better job at it to yeah. like not have that control over something. Dude, I'm back to doing thumbnails for face because I'm wow want control again volunteered for it That's I did because I want I, like I miss those days I, I like mm -hmm. touching everything you know he also he's also designing a book and he's like I know how to do layouts oh my god hey do you know how to do layouts I do I was a I made the first five RT comic books I will say one of the photos that we are posting for uh this episode is a picture of Gus at Houndstooth next to a dog named Gus, like a photo of it. And it is legitimately such a good photo. It's a fantastic you picture. Send it to me. What's a picture? Because you're not of gonna you? post it on Instagram. He will. I want a photo of me. Okay, I'll, okay, yeah. I'll send it to you. There you go. Uh it's a it's a great photo. And uh I showed it to Gus and I'm like, this is a fantastic like this is a phenomenal picture of you. This like this is so good. And I could not believe that Jeff took the picture. Because you said he, he takes he's the, normally not great. the worst pictures I've ever seen. And Gus just went, he's a photojournalist. And I went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and what did I tell you? That you the, you don't have skills that you can just turn on and off. and, and uh, you. If I need to access photography, uh -huh. I can. Mm -hmm. If I need to take a fucking blurry photo of something for <laughs> face, it it's funnier if it sucks. Photo. Oh, my God. Everybody gets mad at me, and I didn't put any effort into it. It's and that's, the worst. Yeah. It, like, send it twice, and then it's like, oh, man, this Discord can't handle it because we don't have the Nitro Boost. And oh, it's like, oh, it's just God. the fucking worst. It's the worst. That's an awesome picture of Gus. It is so good. I was an awesome photographer. What, I don't think do, I've ever seen any of your photography. Do you have one photo in your mind that's like, that was the best oh. photo I ever took? That's a great I'm question. Curious, I mean, yeah. do you think Rembrandt has a, fav has a favorite painting? That's hard oh, to... God. It's hard to say. I got some. I got. You don't I, remember any of them, do you? I have a, I have a great. I have a great shit. photo I took in Kuwait of a uh, of a paladin firing at night in pitch black, mm. and it was like a two hour photo that I set up and had to do like a long exposure for like forty five minutes, and I had to flash it in a certain way. I'm very proud of that photo, and that photo made like Army Times and stuff, mm. and it was like, yeah, and in Kuwait uh, at Cent, I think it was Centcom. Uh, maybe uh, if you go in the build, well, I don't know if it's still that way now, but uh, you know, because I went to Kuwait like three times, and so I took that photo the first year, and then I went back two more years, subsequent years, and each year I went back, it was bigger, it was framed and bigger in a building somewhere. Yeah, I was always really proud of that. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Do yeah. you think you could find that picture? I would love to see that picture. Yeah, I have it. At home. It. Do you? I would love to. See I have that. a copy of the newspaper that it was in, probably still. That's really which cool. I won an award for. Uh -huh. I won the Army's version of the Pulitzers for that. Really? Called the Keith Elware Awards. You're yeah. an award-winning photojournalist? Yeah, I'm an award-winning photojournalist. Why'd we hire I a, Wes? I have a great fucking story about that. Really? I, I won this Keith Elware Award, right? When I, I was 22 or 21, and uh, I wanted it for this field newspaper. And uh, then I went and I transitioned to a different job. I That's when I took over. That was when I was... <sighs> 
I don't want to bog you guys down, but I was a part of the Fourth Public Affairs Detachment, and we traveled around and just took. I was just like like a j- journalist for hire kind of right. And then I got sick of being gone eight to ten months out of the year. I had just gotten married. I wanted to settle down, so I took a job at the newspaper, and I became the entertainment section editor. And then I, that's what I did until I moved to New Jersey. And uh, when I became a part of the newspaper, which was a much bigger, more prestigious deal than what I was doing, I got to m- meet a bunch of people in. Uh, it was like a higher level of command. And so one of the dudes I met was this like 19-year-old dude. And he brought me to his office and he, he sat down and he showed me his Keith L. Ware Award framed. And he goes, you know, you, you, uh, you keep playing your cards right. I hear you got some talent. You keep playing your cards right. You could end up with one of those one day. And he points to it. And I go, what is that? And he goes, that's my Keith L. Ware Award. I won that 12 years ago. And he goes, that's the cream of the crop. It's Wait, as good as it gets. He? He's probably like... 35. Oh, I thought you said he was 19. Yeah, got it now. No, it's the, yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. I was like 19. Got it. And uh, and I go, oh yeah, I got one of those. And he goes, no you don't. <laughs> and I go, I do, I, I won one. <laughs> and he goes, no, no you don't. <laughs> he goes, no you didn't. You're thinking of something else. And I go, no no, sir, I have a Keith Elwer Award for Field, journal, for field Newspaper. And he goes, yeah, well I won it when it meant something. <laughs> Move those goalposts. That posts. guy hated me every day after that. <laughs> oh, I wanted man. something. No, sir, I have that prick. too. <laughs> that rules. It's above the toilet in my yeah, house. Yeah. <laughs> All the important stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. That's crazy. I had no idea that you were an award winning photojournalist. That's yeah. awesome. I, yeah, I actually got, um, I got a brief offer after I'd been out for a couple of years from a friend who was another photographer in the Army. Uh, they, they asked me if I'd be interested in coming back into the military to be a private photographer for like, uh, I want to say like secretary of the army or somebody under him. And like I was a, like, like a mercenary for the kind army. of, yeah. And Jeff I was like, mercenary. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hey, I know you're out. Would you love to come back and do the thing you hated the most, yeah. which is take <laughs> photos of command ceremonies and fu- like change of command ceremonies. Cool. Sounds like an easy job. Uh, it's the fucking yeah. It's easy. It's just boring. Yeah. It's, do you think there's there's another world where you said yes and that's just what you do? I thought about it quite heavily. Really? Yeah. Was what was the thing? Like it was I, like super humbling. Uh, it was like super super humbling. I get that you're saying like uh, you didn't like it, but was was it like the money? Was it the work? Was it like the thing where you just went like I could do this? Like this could be the thing I do now. Um. The reason that it was tempting is because I was, I felt really good. I felt like I was a pretty, I felt like I had a, a good future ahead of me in photography. And when I got out of the military, because I did not want to be in the military anymore, that was one thing I knew. I saw how hard it was to be a photographer in the real world. I spent a lot of time, because part of our job was media affairs, so I sp- spent a lot of time giving tours to journalists and uh, when I was in Kuwait the second time, uh, I think it was the second time. Anyway, I was there with a, like, there were, it was, we were bombing Iraq. And I was there when we bombed Iraq. And so there was a ton of media presence there. And I was taking journalists all over uh, to different command posts to interview soldiers and stuff. And you get to know these journalists. And I actually, I actually uh, became kind of real friendly with one of the guys. And I would get, they would, they would have these like friendly shooting competitions throughout the day to see who could get the best shots and stuff. And so I would shoot along with them, you know, because I was there with them. And one of the guys who freelanced at Time Magazine told me, he was like, your stuff's really good. When you get out, let me know. Look me up. I can put in a good word for you at Time. Wow. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Anyway, not that dude, but like two other dudes that I didn't know as well. After, uh, like in the middle of the, like in the middle of the week, something happened in Israel. There were some uh, uh, like protests or something in Israel. And so they hopped up and they left. Uh, like seven dudes left to go to Israel. And uh, two of the dudes who I knew a little bit got fucking killed. And wow. I was like, holy shit, those guys are dead. And like four days ago, I was like having lunch with them in the desert. And I was like, that's fucking scary. And then, so that that had me thinking like, maybe I don't want to do this on the outside. Yeah. And then the last year I was in when I was in Jersey and I was a public affairs specialist for West Point's prep school, I spent a, a couple days with a dude who came down from New York who was a freelance who wanted to do this, like, I don't remember who it was, but it was a big story on the prep school. And so he, I, I escorted him around for a couple days. And 
I was just like, I was, I knew I was getting out at that point. I was already begun transitioning. Uh, so I was like trying to get a sense of what his life was like. And he, the picture he painted to me made me never want to do it. Yeah. He was like, I work seven days a week. I have a police scanner next to my bed. I listen to it 24 hours a day. I have to go around to every magazine and newspaper that I want to work for in New York every month and give them new tear sheets to remind them that I exist because editors change hands left and right and they like to bring in people that they like to work with and he was like and I'm constantly selling myself he's like it's the best job I've ever had I love it I'm passionate about it but I'm doing it 24 hours a day and you have to want that and I just didn't and so when I got out I tried to work for newspapers and stuff uh, around here like I got a I got an opportunity to work as a sports photographer for the Temple Daily Telegram and I didn't do it because it was way too much travel and it was only Friday and Saturday nights and I was living in South Austin and and I just I just realized that, that like I didn't want to put the work into it to have that career so when it's a long way to come back to when my friend contacted me and said hey do you want to come back in the military potentially and do this I thought oh I could make money doing the photography thing again Here, here's a path but then I thought oh, I have to be the fucking army again I just I can't can't what, give up my freedom what year was that like 99 2000 uh, that would have been like 2000. Yeah. Uh -huh. It was, it was after I lived in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to like nail it down. Yeah. Wow. So there's just like another world where you just said yeah to that. And then now there's another world where I didn't get out of the army. That's wow. Man. There's an, uh, there's another world where I listened to every single person who told me you won't make it on the outside. You need wow. the military. You're perfect for the military. What would, your, had, what would your rank had, be right now? I would be retired uh, by. Really? I mean, I was I joined I the army at eighteen. Yeah, me neither. You do twenty years. I would have probably retired at forty. Twenty-two year career. Do you do twenty oh. years? I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how army works. I did five, but to retire, you're supposed to do twenty. And then what I mean, do you they do offer after early, that? they offer early retirement. You'd have another career. My grandfather was uh -huh. in the air force for twenty-two years. Uh -huh. Joined at probably seventeen. Uh, retired at like thirty-seven or thirty-eight or whatever, uh -huh. forty maybe. And then he got full retirement, and then he moved to. Well, I didn't move to He was already living in Alabama at that time. But then he got a job working at a chemical plant and had an entire other career. Wow. <laughs> what and the then retired like still at pulling... like 60 and he got double retirement. Yeah, so they're still pulling a retirement from the military? Yeah. Whoa. That's wild. A lot of people do that. Yeah, because you, you do your 20 early uh -huh. in the military and then you have time for another career and then you just get two pensions. Just make that decision before you're 20 to right. put 20 years into oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you double your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, be, like, be about 17 yeah. and a half and go, you know what I want to do for the next 20 years? in my life which is more time than i've spent on earth so far <laughs> um i want to do this we're coming up on 20 years of rooster teeth that's why i want to that, that's part of it no that is 100 percent part of it uh i am generation x i am the last line of a generation where people thought you go to work for a company you yeah. do your 20 years you get your watch your golden parachute and you move on and you retire and i recognize that the world doesn't work that way anymore it hasn't for a long time but that's the way i was taught when i was born and that's the way the world still worked and so it's cemented in me it is a huge point of pride that Rooster Teeth survives 20 years so that I can make it 20 I, years so that I can do 20 years in the company that I founded. I got I got an email from Warner Brothers Discovery the other day. I got it too. Congratulating me on my uh, 20 years of working with Warner Brothers. We get a sabbatical. <laughs> All we have to they, do is fill out a form. We fill out a form. We get a one month vacation. We need to batch record a lot of episodes before that happens, please. I have a feeling that's not meant Let's, for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't imagine it's meant for many people. I can't. I don't think there's probably a lot of people that have been at Warner Brothers for 20 years. Uh but congratulations on your upcoming sabbaticals. <laughs> Let's not take it at the same time to make this as painful as possible Fall for Eric. Off. Let's I take them back imagine. to back. I've had I've had a couple sabbaticals already. I yeah. don't need another one. Yeah, I, yeah. I need one. Well, fuck it. Go for it, dude. You all, you all have done one. Yeah. What about me? What about Gus? Yeah. What about what about Gus? What about Gus? What's what's your career that you almost went into for twenty years and retired at? Um, I mean, I spent some serious time doing IT. I thought that was was what I was, was going to be doing, you know, just tech stuff. That's why, like in the early days of Rooster Teeth. I handled all of our IT. That's why I was bitching about that stupid router and all these weird things. Um, I think we mentioned this on the podcast. I, I briefly, when I was in high school, I briefly thought about going into the military. I started the process of applying to West Point. Uh, but then I was like, I, I just. It was not for you. It was not for me. I, I realized that before like finishing up that entire process. Um, yeah, it probably would have been IT. I'd probably be, you know, CTO of some fucking company at this point. You know, if you and I had never left Telenetwork, we would be very successful running <laughs> True. that company right now, and probably we, probably just as successful. We were learning a lot there. I felt like there was a lot a lot of cutting edge stuff we were learning about and trying to implement at that time. Mm. 
Uh, specifically, it would have been 2001. No, maybe. No, no, 2002 or so. That's when we were piloting like remote Wait. worker uh, initiatives and having people be able to take calls from their home. Yeah. Where the calls would come in to our phone system and they get routed via IP to their home internet. And then they could, you know, just like on their computer, answer the call, do everything without having to come into the office. It wasn't quite there yet. Close. It was really close. And we're, we're butting up with some technical issues like the quality of service and prioritizing the VoIP traffic over other internet traffic so that if their internet was bogged down, like yeah. the, the voice quality didn't suffer. And the tech's there now. But I mean, this was, God, over 20 years ago now where we were really trying to pilot all that stuff and, and get it to work right. Uh, and I thought, that stuff I thought doing that stuff was really cool. I remember working on all the working with Ray on all the OAI architecture stuff where you would just see like not Ray Narvaez. No, no, no. Our <laughs> Another, friend an, our friend our, our, our friend Ray. You're just like looking at the stream of data coming off of the the call distribution system and then helping him to write that software where we could track it ourselves and see everything that was going on in a more user-friendly format. I used to play pranks on this dude Ray. Uh-huh so much because he was like i don't know how to describe him he was a cool motherfucker i assume he still is really really cool dude really close friend ours back in the day like yeah. he was in that group um but like unfappable like just like even keeled like measured no highs no lows and it was always i always tried to get under his skin to see if it was possible and it wasn't i used to <laughs> i used to before he would come into work i would take everything on his desk and and mirror it so like his mouse would be on the left side instead of the right side i'd put switches speakers so they'd be backwards i'd do everything and he would come in and he would look at me and go huh and then he would just get to work and yeah. he would use what? the mouse on the wrong side and i would i would come in and he'd like like he'd be eating lunch or something and he'd have like a food like a, a fork and he'd leave to go to the bathroom and i'd replace it with a knife and he would just figure out how to make the knife work yeah it's just whatever was in front of him that's what he was gonna use and i i went to him one time and i'm like after i had been i had been flipping his his desk for a while and i was like ray man why what are you doing why don't you and he goes oh is, is that you doing that and i was like yeah i've been fucking with you and he goes uh he goes i just honestly i figured somebody some manager or something just wanted it to work this way and i was what? like i'll just i'll just make the best of it yeah and That's, you would see like how ludicrous you could do stuff to him, and he would just be like, "Oh, okay, I guess like I'll, this, this is life now. I guess I'll use the keyboard upside down. I don't know. I'll That's learn how to do that." Wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was fun. He could adapt to anything. Man. Um, smart dude too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wasn't smart enough to figure out he was being fucked with, but yeah. <laughs> but he can make it work. Uh, we're about you know we're in like the forty minute kind of territory. I want to talk about mm -hmm. Houndstooth a little bit. You guys said that. There's more than one. It's like a smaller chain. I know or something. of three. Now, now that I know about this one, this is the third location. I think there's I know three about. or four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one was on MLK. This yeah. is in a newer development that's be that's feels like it's been being built for five years now. That houndstooth has been there since before the pandemic. That like it, and but the buildings that are building around it are taking forever. Yeah, yeah. they've been building yeah. that since before the train station yes. was done. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been crazy. The amount of construction just on that little block uh but that's where that, that houndstooth everything just kind of built up around that and a place where you can get cosmetic tattoos um, <laughs> not cosmic co my, no. my, my, not cosmic not cosmic it's a microblading yeah. place yeah. i thought i was gonna get a tattoo of a star and jeff went no no uh so that houndstooth it was like an apple store i thought that was very that's a great, apt. great I thought that comparison. was a great way to put it super nice barista they had a lot of beans. That's the thing that I look for in a coffee shop is yeah. if I go and there are beans available to buy that aren't necessarily from that coffee shop, yeah. it lets me know like, okay, there, somebody has something here or I mm -hmm. can get something to take away and they have like a selection or whatever. They had that. They had a lot of beans. They had a lot of selection in coffee and just one dude just kind of working it. Real easy, nothing much going. They also had a wall of Polaroids of all the dogs that come into the yep. neighborhood the hounds. Super all of, cool neighborhood all hounds. Of the hounds of Houndstooth. Mm -hmm. Um, it was very cool. It yeah. was. I think if you give that place a few more years, it'll have a little bit of seasoning. But right now, it's just real stark. Yeah, the uh, I think the other locations are like that too. I oh think, really? I think, I think, I think that's it's definitely by a design. Vibe. I mean, yeah. it's definitely an it's definitely Austin-y, right? Like everything the, has to be like new and uh, I, I, yeah. I, I would go. Yeah. I would go to some of the other locations more frequently, but the problem I've experienced in the past is normally 
they have a long line. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. So I was shocked when we walked into the one today There's and there was no line. We walked right up. Yeah. Some yeah. of the other ones, it's like you walk in and the line is to the door and it's like, oh, there are 15 people in front Woo! of me trying to get coffee. Well, I think most people probably just didn't want to brave the elements today. Yeah. yeah. So. I think we got lucky on that. Um, what did you think of the coffee? I got, uh, just like we always do, I got a regular cup of coffee, Gus got an Americano, and uh, Jeff, in the 34 degree weather, uh, iced coffee. I thought this is an excellent Americano. Really? I love this. Yeah, this is really good. Any thoughts on your iced coffee? Eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half? Yeah, it was I, eight and a half. I, I think mine like a nine, maybe. A little yeah. bitter for me, but it's still really good. Really uh good. They had two kinds of drip coffee or house coffee. They had their regular coffee, and then they had like a reserve. I should have gotten the reserve, but I just got like their regular house. Their regular house coffee is really good. Yeah. It has a little bit of like a sourness to it mm-hmm. without like there's not like a lot of bitterness. It's a good, it's like an eight. Like it's a very good cup of coffee. I don't know that I would go back for it, but if I was in the area, like if I was going to an Austin FC game and we were taking the train or whatever to yeah. like get up there, I would get a cup of coffee there to take to the game. Absolutely. That's like, I yeah. think that Houndstooth was like really good. They're great. Yeah, I'm really surprised. That, that well, place is really good. And it's 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 one of those local chains that's, uh, I, I feel similarly about Merit, although I think it's technically a San Antonio chain, but there's a yeah. bunch of them around here. It's like, you know, you know, you're going to get a certain level of coffee whenever you go in there. So it's like, it's always a safe bet. I feel that way about Houndstooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it looks, there's three locations. It's like a like better version of Halcyon to me. Okay. Oh, that's a, okay. I can, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, Halcyon feels like a place where you also can get a cocktail. Like, I've been there for, oh, yeah. I've been there for coffee as many times as I've been there for after work drinks with people. Um, <laughs> so, which is very weird. Let me tell you my story about Halcyon. No. I may have talked about it on this. It's, it, before it was Halcyon, the original Halcyon is downtown. And before it was Halcyon, it was a coffee shop called yeah. Rue de Maya. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went there, I was 18, 19. I went there with my first wife when we were still dating, mm-hmm. before we were married. And uh, I was in the army, and we were just visiting Austin. We hopped in to get a coffee. And it was the, I saw two women kiss. And it's the first time I had ever seen lesbians in public kiss. And that was the <laughs> coolest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> And I remember thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I was from Alabama, right? Yeah, right you know? yeah. And then I was in the Army. So yeah. it wasn't like I was seeing a lot of diversity. Right. You know, <laughs> Like, I was friends with a gay lady in the Army who had to keep it incredibly secretive yeah. and quiet the whole yeah, time. Yeah. And I felt terrible for her. And then you get to see two people just, like, expressing their love in public. Mm-hmm. And it was like, holy shit. It was mind-blowing. I'm, I'm, I'm not in <laughs> Alabama anymore. <laughs> the opposite. The opposite. Uh, so they have locations on North Lamar, downtown, East MLK, which is where yeah. we went to today. Yeah. Rock Rose? Oh, that's, that's the domain. domain. Oh, okay. That's a dumb name. Uh, Laurel? Yeah. Laurel? I don't know where this one is. Laurel. What is that? Uh, hang that's on. That's not Austin. It, it, Ed Blue's, 2001 Ed Bluestein. Oh, that's Austin. We could have gone there instead of to this one. Yep. Yeah. Like right yeah. We've never, never seen it. Then they have uh, three in Dallas. Mm. Really? Yeah, but it's an Austin chain. It's from yeah. Austin. Yeah. It's an Austin chain. Weird. I'd never heard of it or thought of it really before i'm glad we decided to divert here instead of some of the other places yeah, yeah me too yeah i think that it really worked in, in doing this but now well now. we had talked about going to another place called palomino yeah which i i go occasionally i really like it it's a little far from where i live but i like that place and but it's it's like we would want to go and stay there. yeah i want to i want to go and yeah that seems so like I'm a cool little we're... spot that we can drag a couple of chairs around yeah. to and we're, make something happen we're about to enter the good weather portion of the year in we're getting weeks. there yeah we just got to get through the february february is, is when all the freezes happen i was gonna then... say this is second winter right we're in we're in the yeah. also winter phase of uh winter where it's like don't forget austin's got <laughs> austin's got about three weeks to fuck with us and be shitty before yep. it has to transition to South by weather. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It knows. Yeah. It's the the weekend of South by is when everything should change. And yeah. then the weekend of uh, uh, ACL is when it should change back. Yep. Dude, uh, before we end, I was going to say, I did. I have two little Austin bits. Uh, one, I went to a, a stand-up comedy show the other night, and it was really fun. It was like a Thursday night show at the Vulcan Gas Place, mm-hmm. which we did. We did a holiday party. We did a holiday party there, but we also did like a, a oh, rock band event there yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. I realized. Yeah. When I was there, I was like, I have fucking performed here before. Yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, uh, it was a secret show, so you just don't know what they're going to do uh, or who's going to be there. I had heard like Dave Chappelle has done that before and stuff, a lot of famous people. So when I got there with, with my with my friend, uh, my non-RT friend, they confiscated our phones, and I was like, oh my God, we're going to wow. see fucking, like, we're going to see something huge. We're going to see Chris Rock or something, right? We didn't, but what we did see was 40 comedians auditioned to be doorman at Joe Rogan's new club, I guess it's oh open up. Oh my God. But I have to say, 
out of the 40 people that I saw audition, they each got three minutes. I was probably 35 of them were really good. Really? There is, like, I know we talk about how there's been a renaissance of comedy in Austin because fucking Rogan and all the Rogan sycophants came and then the Seguras and all the Segura sycophants came. But there is a lot of really, really talented young comedy in Austin right now. I was very impressed by the 35 people or so that were really good. Other thing is, I saw this... You ever look on Instagram and they have these like, I went to Austin and these are the 20 things I ate and they yeah. just show you different... I saw one of those on Instagram the other day and I only recognized one restaurant out of all of them. There were like It was like 15 and I'd never heard of any of them. Kome was the only one on there that I recognized. But there was a pizza place on there, and I was like, fuck it, I gotta try that place. Pedroso's. Oh, yeah, the, it's on uh, on Burnet. Holy yeah. shit. Where on Burnet? It, it's, uh, it's in that drag of uh, Burnet that you forget exists. It's north between, of Olin. Uh, yeah. Okay. A okay. And, and like, you're on that drag, and you're like, I'm not quite at the freeway, but I'm almost there. Very close. Um, It's a food truck. It's near the P. Terry, I think. And what's Night Owl? Owl something? What's the bar that it's in front of? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I or uh, you can order it. So yeah. I just had it delivered. It, but it's like a deep. It's like a like a. So they have different styles. Oh, really? Right. So I was looking at the menu, and they have they have a uh, like it's called like your like your mom's pizza or mm -hmm. something, and that's like a deep dish. And then they have like a Chicago style. They have a bunch of different styles, Neapolitan, but they were sold out of a lot of that. But they did have Trenton style. So I had a Trenton style pizza. Does it have like knives on it? Does it mug you? Oh, okay. It was like a crispy crust, but they put the cheese on first, and then they put the tomato sauce on top of the cheese. That's Trenton style, I guess. It was fucking awesome. Like though. cheesy bread with tomato sauce. But on it top. was like crispy, like crispy crust, like New York style crispy crust. It was mm. just, it was really, 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 really good though. And so I just throwing that out there. Pedroso. You get too many styles of pizza. Yeah, I agree. There's let's let's dial it back, baby. Um, but it was it. Like this? No. No. No, I think that's the Brooklyn or bar style yeah. or something. They, they have, they have like, bar style. They have calzones. They got like a bunch of stuff. But it's the place that I hear about the most now. Yeah. Um, really? in the last In the last like, God, I don't even know if it's six months, last like three months, this is the place that I keep got the bars. Well, they must yeah. be popular. For, uh, most of the styles are sold out. Yeah. Definitely, definitely better than Home Slice. Whoa. That's a bold yeah. claim. I know. It was definitely. I mean, I mean, I'm more of a Via three one three guy these days, anyway. But like, I remember thinking like, this is a better version of when I was eating yesterday. This is a better version of Home Slice. Interesting. Well, yeah. now I got to try it. Yeah, yeah, they're on Burn It. It's just a trailer, and yeah, you can order to go. And then it's in front of uh, a bar that's right there. And I just drive by it all the time, and it's the thing that I hear about and everyone talks about. So, seems like a cool little spot. It's uh, Night Owl is the bar that it's next gotcha. to. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm glad that you tried that. I'm yeah. glad you tried Pedrosos. Uh, there are so many spots in Austin. Like, if we decided to pivot this from a coffee podcast to a food podcast, we'd never fucking run out. There's so much turnover in restaurants right now. It's There's, insane. I know a great Korean barbecue trailer. <laughs> <not too> far <laughs> from here. I'll, you. I'll fucking kill you. Well, it's part of it's like my you know everybody has like a New Year's resolution, right? Mm -hmm. uh, my I don't really have a New Year's resolution, but you know I, I've talked to you in mm -hmm. supplemental content about how I'm trying to get myself mentally prepared to leave Austin someday yep. and kind of transition out. But that seeing that Instagram post where there was like 20 restaurants I'd never heard of in town just kind of reinvigorated me like while I'm in Austin, maybe I'll be here for the rest of my life, maybe mm -hmm. I won't. But while I'm in Austin, I'm not I'm I'm going to use 2023 to explore and find new stuff and not just be stuck in the rut of my same old restaurants, same old coffee shops, same old haunts. Uh, new year, new gym. New year, yeah, I'm new, all new experiences, new Patrick places. Salazar actually gave me really good like he told me about the thing that um, he and his husband do where they they'll make like a list of restaurants and then once a week they'll go to one of these places yeah. on the list just agree like we're going mm -hmm. here and it's like you never know is it gonna be good is it gonna be bad he's like i think he was saying like you know most of the time it's like decent sometimes you go like wow and then other times you go eh. yeah but we're always trying something new like yeah. once a week and i think that's, that's so a good cool. idea yeah, i do too really yeah, yeah that's really great. awesome um but now it's everyone's favorite part uh where we're gonna guess the name of the podcast um Ugh. i hope you don't guess it before the mug comes out Oh, okay. So let's talk about that. Let's <laughs> let's take these guesses and then talk about the mug. Americano Monday. That's from Zooey Mama Four. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. No, no, no. What? Oh, come on. Um, that's a great fucking name, by the way. Zooey Mama. Uh, okay. Somebody wrote up. Where did it go? It's on Instagram, I think. Let me see. Somebody wrote up a. Um, you know your Yelp review. Somebody wrote that before. Um, oh God. Uh, as a comment for the podcast. Let me see if I can find it. It is uh, at length. And they are letting me know. Okay. Ricky Rampage. 
I'm determined to get this guest to y'all. Uh, so they have an Anma guess. They think another meaningless acronym. That would be good, but no. Another meaningful acronym. No. Well, Ricky Rampage, I did both of those, your guesses and neither too, are those right. Those made too much sense. They do. There you go. Um, very sorry for your bad guesses. I saw someone in the, I think it was in the Anma podcast subreddit. Mm-hmm. Like, try to feed all the audio <laughs> you through. You have all your words, everything yeah, you've ever said. have everything transcribed. But the problem is the quality of the transcription <laughs> was so poor. Uh-huh. So much of it was not transcribed correctly. I was like, you can't use this for any guessing because it didn't transcribe things right. Oh, perfect. Another Americano. No. Uh, how about another Monday? Mm-mm. Is another in the... Do you really want me to say that? How many words did you say it was again? I can't remember. Three. It is three words. Okay. I mean, that's great to know. That's really good. I don't think he's ever said that before. Nope. I tried to trick him, mm-hmm. and it seems like it worked. Mm-hmm. I really, I thought I'd said that before. No, well, you never have. Now we know. Ever once. Now three we, words. There. Now, now we, we know, know it's three. So that's a huge clue. That's a huge clue. <laughs> I tricked you, you idiot. <laughs> another, another morning angry. No. I'm, I'm looking through it. Just three-word guesses now. Um, Man. Okay. This well, is I guarantee you this three word thing is going to reinvigor- reinvigorate the yep, search. Yep. I'm you know what? I like it again. <laughs> so if you have some three word guesses you can send them to us at anima podcast on instagram and on twitter uh, you can also go to r slash anima podcast uh, everyone's doing guesses there there's a weekly discussion thread you can say why are they mad at us for making these guys and i'm not mad at you for making the guesses i'm mad at you for calling it a bit it's not a bit it's part of the show it's not a bit but talking about the actual now here's where it is a bit gus is in talks right now with tony merch tony to make the mug that we discussed in the last episode yes. where I'm not part of the design. No. It is a mug that says Anma, yes. and then when you pour hot liquid into it... It just reveals the name. It reveals the name. And we, Eric and I are not allowed to be a <laughs> part of this nope. process, even though we are I typically did, very hands-on yeah, I, with merch. I, I handed it off. I said, talk to each other. Let's go. Here you go. And then Tony said, just so you know, we're talking. We'll take it away. There may or may not be. I mean, I irregardless, Anma needs a fucking mug. Yep. Like it's the only thing that makes yep. sense merch wise for this podcast. It it was hard for me to type the name of it to Tony. Like I even like asked ahead of time. Like it's okay for me to type it here. This Did you delete it process. after you typed it? And uh, he was like, Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And we probably had like another hour long discussion about stuff. Then he was like, So are you gonna like tell me what it is? Or <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. So I'm I'm just. It's just like so intrinsic in me not to write it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we're going to know soon enough, and we're going to react live when we get the mugs and see what the name is. That's going to happen. I don't think we're going to say the name. No, no, no. <laughs> Buy a mug. So keep guessing. Cause, hey, you know what? I'll say this right now. If you guess it, if you are the one who gets the name, before the mug comes out and all this stuff, I'll send you a mug. I'll, we'll send you five mugs. Well, I don't want to send five That'd mugs. That'd be crazy here. Let's send one mug and something signed. Okay, there you go. <laughs> a, <laughs> mon- a mug uh, and something compromise. signed. There we go. Compromise. I love it. Um, yeah. If you get the name right, remember, it's three words. Uh, the first word is has the A and the N together, but not necessarily. It's in the same word. It's just not like, not necessarily the letters are like next to each right. other. They might be. We're just saying that it's not specifically. This is madness. That they are. Um, so the M is a word and the A must be a word. That must be. Must. Must be. Oh, look, he's fucking looking. Oh, he's he's thinking. I'm thinking. God, don't. You really You're thinking. You, you know what the words are. I, gotta th- I can think. This sucks. <laughs> it's like you have complicated math in your head. <laughs> um, I'm very excited. This is a. Uh, yeah, I'm back in now. This is pretty good. So Three I'm, words. Hey, you know what? Three simple words. I'm really into the guessing again. <laughs> I think the get honestly. Eric's making think, a heel turn. You know what? I think the guessing the name is good now. <laughs> Guess what? It's back in. Yeah. yeah! Uh, any parting words for the folks out there? Oh, go to store.roosterteeth.com. Get uh, Anma shirt uh, before they run out, and then uh, prepare yourself for an Anma mug, which is coming at some point. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh, my final word would be like uh, if I, I've it, another thing about 2023 that I've decided to do. Uh, I've decided to start watching. Movies, okay, and they're great. If you guys have been on the movies. fence about movies or not, well, Hot I'm back take. into movies. I will say, last year was the year of music. 
Yeah. So I'm saying like movies are a thing again, and I've been, really been enjoying them. I watch movies. The mall is back, and movies are a thing again. <laughs> what Dude, if we the, could the combine mall. movies and the mall? Avatar is the number four most like grossing movie of all time. By the way, Avatar is the new Claire's. By I don't know if you know that. <laughs> the mall is back. That's a conditional statement. The mall is not back everywhere. I went to Lakeline Mall. Oh, that mall no. is not back. Well, no, of course not. That mall's a hunk of shit. Well, nobody lives why we, there. Why are you, you want to go to Lakeline? Oh, you want to go eat, and then you're like, oh, we'll find something to do, and then you found something to do, and you went shouldn't have done this. No, I was just it was it was like a shitty day, and I wanted to go for a walk to get out. I can't like that's so I've been, far. I've been, I've been working out and lifting weights and stuff, but uh -huh. I can't because of my stitches right yeah. now in my hand. So I was like, I'm gonna get some exercise. So I would just go walk the mall, mm -hmm. and instead of walking to my normal mall, I thought I'd go check out the one on the other so side of town. Far. It's so, so far. You're just like in, so a, in a car for 40 minutes. Yeah. Utter hunk of shit. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to Cedar Park today. <laughs> I got hassled three times kiosk? by kiosk vendors. Yeah. Yeah. That never happens at Barton Creek. Well, of course not. Well, there you go. Uh, well, there you have it, Gus. Anything to end on? This sucks. Yeah, hell yeah. Check, out, right. <laughs> check out some movies. Seriously, if you have some time on your hand, you got about two hours to kill, watch a movie. They're really cool.